a world where two men drink soda and describe them like craft beer comes the new version of the Smelly Cast with Mike and Phil! <laughs> Never gets older here. Only no, I freaking love just, it. It's the best intro. Makes me so happy. I love. Just want to go do Capoeira right now. Someday we're gonna get sued for so much. You know, totally. They're just gonna take all of our money. I'm just gonna buy all the rights to Only the Strong and make Only the Strongs two through ten. Oh, and that's gonna should. be my film career. That's like your only goal. <laughs> yeah, Mark Dacascos. <laughs> you totally should. I should. He comes back, teaches in the inner city of Tucson. I wouldn't be surprised if you're like, if there's people already fighting for those rights and they've been fighting for like their own lives. Like, like I bet that's like Seth Rogen, like trying to fight for the, the last Starfighter rights. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, there's, there's some like Adam Scott is fighting for like the, only the strong rights. <laughs> right. Could totally see it. <laughs> That's gonna be my like legacy is only yes. the strong Mark Mark Dacascos. Come on, please before you die. Yeah, so great. Well, welcome to episode twenty three. Yeah, this is good to be here. It's good to be here, Mike. It's always a placer. I don't know what that is. Sounds fancy. It's a pleasure. Un placer. Well, to kick things off. I think we need to make sure that uh, we get a little soda review in. Mm. So I'm not going to waste too much time describing this soda because I really don't. Well, maybe I will. I don't know what to expect, but I'm drinking um, one, a new one for me, one that I've never had. This is called Swamp Pop Satsuma Fizz. It's mm. a wonderful light, uh, almost uh, like a peach or yellow colored soda. It's got a picture of, of what looks like a nectarine or an orange on it. This comes out of Louisiana, and it's actually sweetened with sugar cane. So, love that. That sounds good. Ooh. It smells pretty citrusy. I wouldn't say super strong, though. If, I'm, if I had to guess, this is going to be a pretty light soda. Remember how I wasn't going to describe it at all? Right. <laughs> hey, you stop that. Oh, wow. It's definitely kind of like a nectarine, I would say. Um, as far as the rating goes, I'm going to give this a very solid three out of five stars. Recommend you try it. Give I us a it, give us a benchmark. What would be a five out of five? Five out of five is uh, Virgil's Doctor Better. Okay. What do you my, where do you book. put where do you put Doctor Pepper on that scale? Dr. Pepper is probably on par with this. It's a it's a three, three out of five. Just a basic good soda that yeah. is drinkable. Yeah, because you know, like you know, other fives in there are probably like cheer wine is is one that I love. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do love Dr. Pepper. 
Maybe that should be higher than a three. I would. Honest. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Let's go four for a Dr Pepper. We're gonna go three for the Satsuma Fizz. Okay. For 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 those Pepper fans out there like myself, I thought just wanted to cry. Blaspheme. Yeah. Blasphemer. And but yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Oh, okay. Okay. For okay, we'll go with that. All right. Well, Phil, we've got a wonderful, wonderful sponsor. Tell us about it. Oh yeah, it's our friends over at ImperialRings.com. These guys are pretty cool. They take regular priced rings, which you can find at any jeweler or most online sites. You would spend about $300 for a solid tungsten ring. However, now, Imperial Rings is offering those rings for much cheaper. So you got to range from you know, $30 for just a basic tungsten ring up to $200. And they have partnered with us to give you an exclusive 10% off with the discount code SMELLYBELLY. Smelly Belly. 10% off at ImperialRings.com. I've been over there and checked out some of their rings, and, and there are some nice rings, you know. They've got they've got every price range, every kind of uh, different type of ring that you could need. They're really like, cool. It's like ceramic rings. I didn't even know they made ceramic rings. Yeah, ceramic rings are awesome, especially for those people with like a tungsten allergy. Aren't you allergic to tungsten? I am, yes. Yeah, yeah. It makes your, it makes your face swell up like a tuna fish. And like a giant, toes. like a giant six hundred pound tuna, just your face. She's like walking around with a giant head. <laughs> That's not real, it's like, but it's like elephant man, but, elephant titus. <laughs> but if uh, yeah, they've got some cool stuff. I mean, carbon fiber inlay, like fun oh, wow. stuff. Yeah, cool. So check them out, Smelly Belly, ten percent off, and uh, just let them know that uh, you sent us. It helps us, helps them, makes them happy, makes us happy. Now that that's over, <laughs> let's dive right into our movie reviews. Okay, let's do it. What are we starting off with, Mike? Well, we're starting out with one that's not exactly a new release, but it's not an oldie. This is one I can't get out of my head. I just, I just, it is, it is doing to me what Drive with Ryan Gosling did to my brain. Which is very, very impressive. We are talking about John Wick, starring uh. Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu, you mean the FBI is going to teach me how to surf? <laughs> that, that Keanu. I feel like this movie was Keanu like proving that he has still got it as far as an action star, and uh, and he can carry his own. I mean, he didn't he didn't have a lot of you know amazingly strong support on the cast for this. I mean, he had great people around him, and he had a great storyline, in my opinion. But he carried this film. I think he was just fantastic. Single-handedly. like I mean, yeah, they're great. He's got some great, well-known actors. William Dafoe, right? Is that who mm-hmm. that was? William Dafoe. you got the Mayhem Man. You've got, uh, uh, what's his name? Lord Michael Tyrion. Nyquist. Lord Tyrion from, uh, isn't it Tyrion? From yeah, Alfie Allen. <laughs> from Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I mean, but... The writing, I think, is what blows my mind. I have never seen a more powerful introduction to a character than John Leguizamo. Yeah, he's incredible. (laughs) This is a great film that's right up there, right up in par with Only the Strong, and it stars him, and it's called The Pest. Have you heard of this? No. We may have talked about this on another podcast, so I apologize if we do. But it's like one of those, like, Films I saw when I was 14 years old that I just can't get out of my head. His name's Pistario, like some crazy like human name or Puerto Rican name. And he um, is basically contracted. 
He works in a Chinese restaurant where he has to dress up like a Chinese guy. He's a scam artist. And then he gets taken to this private island where a rich guy tries to hunt him down. Like, oh for sport. My. It's one of the most amazing things. And, like, lion piss is involved. It's like pheromones to, like... <laughs> yeah. It was great. And that's, oh. Anytime I think of John, that's what I think of. It's not anything else he's done. It's, it's the pest. And if I ever meet him, I'm going to ask him... So, any plans for the pest too? Let's mm. <laughs> see what he says. It'll probably punch me. But as far as writing, uh. as far as writing goes, the writing in this film is just incredible. They set it up. They make it very clear who he is. Um, they, there's a little switch in who your who his perceived character is. Totally. And that introduction, yeah, is just the best. So, do we want to spoil it? I think we. I think it's been out long enough. We can spoil it. I think. I think so. So for me, I think the catalyst is, so John Wick, it starts off with this guy, he's sad, his wife has just passed away from a terminal illness, and she has a dog delivered to him the same day to let him know, you know, hey, love something, care for something, be strong. And so... Yeah, like, the, 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 there is a life after her, basically, and and, yeah. and he was kind of defiant and against this at, at first, as I, as I would be too, right. honestly. Right, so... Anyway, he's like, to puts the dog in his nice Mustang and he drives over and these Russian thugs and kind of mess with him and he speaks Russian back and that's kind of our first hint that this is not a normal person, yeah. right? Yeah. So later, they invade his home, beat him, steal his car, and what do they do? They kill his dog. They kill his dog. It's the most awful, painful thing in the world. So then, it cuts to them trying to pawn the car and John Leguizamo punches him in the face. Yeah, it, which was awesome. It's awesome. It turns out he's the son of the mob boss. So the mob boss calls him and he says, why did you hit my son? And what does he say? He said, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And the mob boss response, I think this kill, just nails it. Oh, <laughs> click. Just amazing. That's it. That's yeah. all that needed to be said is that the mob boss is not even going to retaliate and punching him in the face. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so good. And then it cuts to them as one of the, some of the most insane, like, and then further, like, character development. You know, he takes out, like, 12 guys in a matter of, like, three minutes single-handedly. Yeah. One of the coolest, like, almost continuous shots. Yep. And then the sheriff shows up, knows him by name, mm-hmm. sees dead bodies, and he says, you working again? Nope, just working through some stuff. Okay, see ya. <laughs> the sheriff Amazing. leaves. Amazing. <laughs> so good. So good. Ah, from there it's just as I mean it's just a I, I don't use this term lightly because we kind of hate it is tour de force of just awesome. Mm. No, it it really it really was, and honestly, I was you know shocked by how good this film was, and you know I put off watching it for so long because I was like ah oh, this is just I'm gonna have to give so much to this, and it's probably not gonna be that good. And honestly, it's the biggest surprise yeah. that I've had, you know, in a long time as far as, you know, a great film coming out that really just catches me. So I'm ashamed to say, I mean, this film came out on October 24th, right. 2014. And I didn't and watch it until January. Yeah, to watch it. January. And I was just sitting here and I was just like, this is the greatest film I've seen in a long time. And I remember texting Mike and I was like, you have to watch this. And, you know, as soon as Phil endorses a film, then I jump right on board. So. Yeah, fully expecting to give it half a star less than I would. Always. <laughs> Always. 
Yeah, but check it out. You have to watch it. I don't think we need to spoil more than that. It's if yeah. you if you like films like Drive or even like you know going way back to something like The Jackal, which if you haven't seen, you should watch. It's got uh, it's got a very young, very serious Jack Black as like a side character. Really, and it's starring Bruce Willis. I haven't seen this. I'm writing it down oh, right now. It's the first Blu-ray I ever bought in my whole life. Actually, was The Jackal. Um, yeah, it's very, very cool, you know, political thriller. And Jack Black's character is awesome. I love young Jack Black. Yeah, let's just say it involves a fifty caliber sniper rifle and Jack Black's arm. Wow. Yeah. So, it's good stuff. Um, but if you like those types of films, this is right up your alley, and I, I can't endorse it enough. This is definitely a five-star for me. And uh, I'm going to give this a four-star the reason I'm going to give it a four star. Obstinate a Let me get there. Okay, I'm going. Okay, I'm going this, four. And, I'm going to go four and a half. Oh, still like this, okay. No, no. This I did not have. No, I did not have the emotional draw Ugh. that I wanted to. They killed from his this dog. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They but I feel like they dog. could have made things even worse for him if they would have given us a little bit more on his wife or something. There's like, literally it, there's it wasn't literally too a long. They could have talking about. I think you think it's called "Does the Dog Survive," and it's about whether or not you should watch the film because if you kill someone's dog, it's like the worst thing you can do in a film. Right. Like you could you could rape some dude in a prison, and if the dog survives, you're okay. But you kill the dog, you're just like breaking film protocol. And this was a puppy. It's a freaking puppy like beagle like a little cute beagle dog that's like potty trained i can't, I can't give it a five outside. i can't give it a five it Why doesn't not? Ra- it does not rank up there with the the films like i don't even think i give drive a five do i did i i don't know if we reviewed it i don't know i give drive a five drives a five for phil drive was very very good but the thing is is i'm not i'm i'm drawn to see it again but it's not gonna be one of those classic films that you know is always on in like my top 10 Ugh. or top 20 for my for my whole life it's going to be high up there but it's not it doesn't break into that that category of all those classics and th- that's what stands out as a five so i'm willing to go four and a half but oh, i'm not going five bs sorry this is bs mike there's no way this, dude you need to just recalibrate your rating system because it's definitely flawed I definitely know that it's flawed, but <laughs> this is just bull. I just feel like I can't give it a five. Like it's not. It's five. It's more than five worthy. I get, I would give it a five and a half. It didn't even get nominated for any like awards. But, not they, one. but it doesn't need to. It doesn't need. You're to. right. You're right. It doesn't need to. That's not what quantifies a good film. Like what are some of your other but, fives? Back to the Future. Did that get? In, did that get nominated for anything? Probably it should have like, like mise en scène. <laughs> it should have, you know, right, Empire, but, but still Indiana Jones. Okay, like these these are the ones that are like have that I will like raise my kids watching. I won't be raising my kids watching John Wick. I was my dad raised me on Terminator and Rambo, and look how I turned out. Yep, and I've never seen any good Rambo, point any, or any Terminator films. You've never seen any of the Terminators. Not one. Are you kidding me? Not I one. Swore. I've tried. I've tried. You've never sat down and watched Terminator 2. I always fall asleep. Are you kidding me right now? No. I always fall asleep. What am I doing time. having a podcast where we primarily focus on film reviews when you haven't even seen the Terminator 1 or 2? 
No. Or and three. Like, and like or the new four, one, the trailer five. looks cool, but it's like I can't watch this without seeing the other ones. I have all of them. I might need to come three. down. I might need to come down there to New Mexico and watch. Come them. down here. We will watch the Terminator. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Let's do it. Let's do it, dude. Just grow up, sack up, and just like no, I'll fix come your life. There. I'll come down there, and you can and you can introduce has, me to the Terminator. Has your wife? Has your wife seen the Terminator? Has my wife seen the Terminator? Uh, yeah. I don't live in a Nikki, Nikki, I want to hear Nikki. I want to hear Nikki's opinion about this. Nikki, hop hop on here, please. Nikki, if it wants you to hop on here and yell at me about how stupid I, I am for not seeing any of the Terminator films. Hold, please. I'm going to take your man card and rip it up. <laughs> just because, just because, I mean, I get the references. I get like, no. get to the chopper. No, you don't. I'll be back. Get to the chopper's not even in that film. Oh. <laughs> like, what is that from? It's from Predator. It's from Predator. <laughs> Have you seen I'll, Predator? I'll be, I'll be back. Have you seen Commando? Yeah, I've, I've seen Predator. Have you that seen was Command- a long time ago. Have you seen yes. Commando? No, I've never seen Dude, Commando. Dude, you were missing out. Com- Commando is like the 1980s version of Drive. What? Dude, seriously. This guy who's like You give Commando, Commando five stars? In terms of 80s films, absolutely. Yeah, 80s films are in their own category. 80s action far. films? Commando's like, a five star. Kind of like film noir movie like films, right? Like Those are in a whole other category. <laughs> you can only rate them like in comparison to themselves. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I think it's true. Like there's Casablanca. It's like I, classic. I think that and there's that's a five star for me. I think there's definitely levels where you you super your success supersedes your your category or your genre, and it, it it becomes like part of the annals of film history. I don't know. I just barely watched the Maltese Falcon, and I loved it. And I and I would totally give it like probably like a four. <laughs> But it's like fantastic. It's like high, super high on my on my list. Also, my, my my film noir list is pretty small, but it's really high up there. Like the only ones that are better, are like you know, there's like Citizen Kane, Double Indemnity, Casablanca, and then like we're into the Force. You know, and I don't everything. Think Citizen like, Kane is a film noir. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, film it noir, is. No, yeah, it is. Mm. No, I just think you're like qualifying like black and white films as film no, noir. And I don't no. think that's true. No, I think it is. Mm, the F for Friday, maybe? Or F for Fear, I think is what it is. I don't know that one. Okay, it falls, under, it falls under the category proto noir. Hold on. They're saying it is the, the first film noir, at least the direct predecessor of noir. It is yeah. not a film noir. Yeah, it's called proto noir. Well, yeah. whatever. I'm I'm gonna lump it in that category. So dumb. <laughs> anyway, I I think all I know I, is this. it's it's debated. This Michael. this Google search tells me that it's debated. Okay, here's here's what I know. I think that you need to get off your high horse. All right, and Bye. start watching. John Wick real- gets a damn five out of five. I give it a five out of five. I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah! All right. We've succeeded, smell it, bullet. Let it be known. Five out of five all around. I just <laughs> made a note. Damn you. <laughs> all right. We're running out of time here, Phil. We got let's, a lot. Let's just finish what we're going to talk about. Let's for go. sure. We can move for on. Sure. Let's, I think, so f- next, we just wanted to kind of talk about some of the films that we're excited about that are coming up this year. You know, it's still yeah. it's still early in the year, and we've got a lot of great things coming. Phil, what are you excited about? Everything. 
Me too. Holy crap. Me I too. I would say there, there's a lot. And, and there's some that I know how you have on your list. But the mm. number one I have on my list that's probably not on yours. No, it's not. Mad Max. Fury I'm excited, Road. but I, I'm not as excited as you are. I am. This is, again, part of my childhood yeah. is watching these films with my father. And now I get to watch it with Bane. Mm. With yeah. Bane. Bane is Mad Max. <laughs> Fighting to the death. <laughs> this is good. It is good to be good. I am excited about it, and I'm more excited because you're so excited. Charlize Theron, the number one film that I am excited for this year, and I think I, you probably are too. And that is Star Wars. Yeah, like that is How that is you know that is the highest, most hyped film like of all time. It will make more money than anything else in the entire world ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has it like it has to be amazing. JJ Abrams and and it will. Like I will come out of there, Benedict and I guarantee it's like it's already a five, and I haven't even seen it yet. Oh my gosh! I just, I just, I just want to watch it right now. So, I'm also excited for Avengers too. Man, Jurassic Ant-Man, World, Jurassic World. One that I'm exceptionally excited for is Tomorrowland. Yeah, you know, good old Brad Bird, some George love, Clooney. Love be rad. Know, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, You've got you know you can't we can't not talk about your Fantastic Four. You've oh, always been a fan of the Fantastic Four. I have. It was crappy. I have like Fantastic Four. So my brother Josh he got Superman. My brother Scott got Spider Man, and I got Fantastic Four. And I was like, the fuck? What is this? And I'm reading it, and I'm like, this is awesome. And Sue Richards is smoking hot. And now, you know what I do? I just sit here and dream about a good Fantastic Four film. Yeah, I think I think it's that coming. As if working in the film industry, if there's one franchise that I could work on that would make me just feel super awesome, it would be the Fantastic Four. And I don't know why. Like, obviously, it would be incredible to work on Star Wars or Star Trek or Indiana Jones or, you know, Back to the Future or any of those films. Yeah. But if I could work on Fantastic Four, I feel like my circle would be complete. I I think it's doable, Phil. (laughs) I think it might. I'm going to write Fantastic Four, too. Do it. Do it. Oh, I'm gonna write the the scene where fa- where Fantastic Four merges with the Marvel Universe, and we get to see the Fantastic Four face off against the Guardians of the Galaxy. How <laughs> weird would that be? That would be so good. Yeah, no, the trailer's awesome, and I think they they have a good story. So I'm yeah. I'm stoked. I, I did think we kind of glossed over Jurassic World. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Chris Pratt is gonna be great. Um, I loved I, him I, since the OC. I love that. I just love that uh, the whole concept of Jurassic Park and then this this park I mean it, it appeals to so much of me like you I love, love Jurassic Park I love park. theme parks I love ex- exploration I like dinosaurs I like Chris Pratt like everything about Jurassic World is like just calling my name um so I'm very very excited for that my wife is really excited for Pitch Perfect 2 <laughs> yes I'm, the, I'm excited for the that. pitch is back <laughs> I hope Adam Devine's in that he is he is um he's he also uh my i've got this new crush on david cross and he's got a little cameo in it too really yeah so speaking speaking of david cross though i want to give get this in there david cross just released um a film that actually screened at sundance last year i didn't get a chance to see it last year but i'm excited to see it now it's called hits and he's actually releasing it on BitTorrent. So it's pay what you want. You can go to hitsfilm.com and you can either pay for it or you can just download it first and watch it and see what you think. Um, you know, that, that kind of pay what you want model is awesome. Or when you like have a pay model where 
Um, it's really cheap. Like Louis C.K. has done it before, and he just barely did it again. I just bought his new his new stand up for like five bucks. Cool. And uh, you get like a video and an audio and like all these different downloads that you want. And I just think that that kind of distribution model is is fantastic. And I hope that uh, enough people get behind it and we, you know, we can support distribution channels like that, that, that truly go to getting the word out, getting the media out there and um, paying the people that really are putting in the work to to uh, create these wonderful things for us. So check it out. Yeah. Hitsfilm.com. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. I love I love me some David Cross. Mm. David Cross. Tobias Funke. <sighs> Never nudes. United. Oh, and he did an AMA today. Um, cool. On, on Reddit, and he they, people asked him about the mission, the helicopter mission in uh, GTA, and okay. he said that he spent two days trying to beat it, and he eventually just skipped it because he couldn't beat it, <laughs> and he got sick of he got sick of listening to him his his own whiny voice in his ear. It's so great! It's so oh, funny. that's awesome! <laughs> uh, so, I love me some GTA. Mm. Ugh, I just want to kill things now. Mm. Yes. Uh, you have some weird conversations at film school, like about things, and that's one of the conversations that keeps coming up is the effect of video games. And I'm like, guys, statistics show violence is down when you have an outlet through video games. And you're like, oh, no, no, this, this. Uh, apparently, I'm a misogynist, by the way. Oh, well, I could have told you that. Well, yeah, I mean, women, <laughs> women can speak if I let them. <laughs> Not true. I don't believe that. That's a please, joke. please go on dates with me. <laughs> please. <laughs> Please don't shun me from your your world. <laughs> Please, I'm so alone. Oh, well, oh, good stuff. This has been a great episode. We've gone a little bit over, but I think it was well worth it. I think it was well worth it. Now that it's a five out of five in both of our books. Yes, yeah, it John, is. <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. Okay, I I feel good about it. I'm giving it a five out of five. Don't change your mind tomorrow. I won't. I won't. It's sticking. It's. I I wrote it down and I circled it. So that's like. <laughs> And it's in pen. This is locked. Good. Good. Okay. Well, Smelly Bellies, thank you so much for tuning in again. This has been an awesome episode, and we are back on track, so you can stay tuned, and you should be getting these these episodes every uh, few days now. So yeah. things will get pretty exciting. And uh, be sure to, to hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash smellycast, or what do we have, facebook.com slash smellycast. Or, or our website. Smellycast.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And again, uh, special thanks to our sponsors, ImperialRings.com. Mike, what's the code? Smelly Belly for 10% off. Oh, get some. All day. Bye. <laughs>